0: Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe, and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at Hypersleep dot com. That's H I P E R Sleep dot com. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season One, Episode Forty Six. You know how we say, "The more things change, the more they stay the same." Well, business is no stranger to that truism, especially when it comes to leadership succession planning. Even now. While changes from human capital migration are a top concern, the rate of successful leadership succession planning stays surprisingly low. And that is almost shocking when you consider this statistic. 86% of leaders report that leadership succession planning is an important, if not urgent, priority. So why the disconnect? And how can we help leaders take action? That's what we get into in this episode of our Business Impact Series, where we help CEOs and business leaders plan now for success in the new year. This is our sixth installment of our Quarter 4 Business Impact Series, where we feature the best of the best in corporate leadership, the thought leaders, and the innovators, the ones the CEOs call when they need help. Whether you're the CEO of a multinational corporation or the CEO of your family, each episode gives you what you need so you can get the sleep you need for success as you live, love, and lead. You get the insights and solutions you need now to have success in 2022 and beyond. Subscribe now to get each episode from the trusted advisors featured in the Business Impact series. Today's guest is Mary Kelly, and if you want to know what she does, the answer is simple. Mary improves profit growth. Now, how she improves profit growth is a little more involved. As an economist, corporate strategist, former Navy intelligence officer, and best-selling leadership author, Mary translates economic data into relevant information that business leaders can use to make the right decisions and grow their organizations. She is the author of over a dozen books on business and leadership and the co-author of the very timely book, Who Comes Next? Leadership Succession Planning Made Easy. Listen and learn the real reason Leadership succession planning is the CEO's top concern right now. Why we should have been prepared for this seismic shift in human capital. And how to turn the great attrition into the great attraction succession planning. Listen in now and you can grab Mary's incredible resources at ProductiveLeaders.com slash free. Let's listen in. Well, hello, Mary, and welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Tara, I am so
1: excited to be with you and your audience today.
0: Well, thank you so much because I am so excited to be talking to you. You know, as you probably know, our usual focus on the podcast is helping people connect the dots between the challenges they're dealing with and their sleep performance. But right now, so many people are losing sleep because there's so much uncertainty and so many challenges on us. Um, And so we've shifted our focus for, for this, our business impact series, where we help CEOs and business leaders as they plan for the new year. And of course, with the great resignation, um, the large variety of other disruptors and just the challenging effects of lasting uncertainty, we know that, that we really wanna do what we can to help CEOs uh, not lose sleep at night. And that's what I'm really excited about talking to you, Mary, too. I mean, you. I know you're always out there, I just saw a post of yours where you're out, uh, you know, in front of these CEOs and business leaders and helping them really plan for the new year. And one thing I know that, um, that I love that you talk about, and I know you've written a book on this as well, is this idea of leadership succession, which I think is really on the minds of a lot of leaders with all of these people leaving the workforce, period or leaving for new opportunities. So I'd love to kind of build our conversation around that and um, see if we can get into what you are seeing and hearing that's keeping CEOs up at night, what your perspective and insights are, and then if we can get into some concrete strategies that CEOs can use now as they plan for success and succession (laughs) in the coming year and beyond. So I know that's a lot. So why don't we start out with what you're seeing and hearing? Great. Last week, as you know, I spoke to about 240
1: C-level folks right outside of Washington, D.C., and I asked them both the night before at the reception as well as during that time, what are your top concerns? And their top concerns are how do I attract, recruit, and retain top talent? So I need to share with you that I've had a program for about six years called ARMED. I, I was in the military. I use acronyms for everything. I love acronyms. They're easy to remember. And the right, program right. is called How to Armed, How to Attract, Recruit, Retain, Mentor, Manage, Evolve, and Develop Your Current and Next Generation of Leaders. Mm. And that topic has never been more timely and uh, wound up being very fortuitous that I've been creating um, these programs around this for the past um, seven or eight years. And of course, the, the programs have evolved, as have the recruiting strategies. Right, right. And so that's... Well, like-
0: I was yes. just gonna say I love that because you know how timing is everything thing, right? So it sounds like you have been really um working on on really solid content and, and programming to really help with people um for their needs now, as I guess they're more magnified even than ever. So awesome. Okay, armed. I love that. So yeah, go ahead. Tell they're more
1: magnified, that. but This was all predictable. A lot of the movement we're seeing was predictable. So again, in any crisis, challenge or change, and the virus crisis is just another crisis that we as leaders have to contend with. Is it bad? Sure. But it's just another thing for us to think about and strategize about. We should have been prepared for what people are calling the great resignation of the baby boomers, as well as others, years before this. Because when you look at the actual numbers, and you know my PhDs in economics, and I, pro- I promise not to get too geeky on your audience, but the baby boomers are turning 65 and have been at the rate of 10,000 a day for the past few years. So we had to plan for the baby boomers leaving. And in doing more research around that topic, I realized most businesses were not, that they were not prepared for their own leadership succession. So what the crisis did, the virus crisis, is it put a big magnifying glass on a lot of our businesses and showed us where the cracks were. And for many businesses, the cracks were. That one engineer is key to our product development. That one comptroller is key to us knowing where the finances are. That one CEO or president is a lot of times where they get the attention. But there are so many really important positions in organizations that if that one person leaves, you could be crippled. Your organization could really suffer. So I got together with One of the smartest people in our industry, you know her, it's Meredith Elliott Powell. And Mm, we wrote this book after a bunch of research called Who Comes Next? Leadership Succession Planning Made Easy. And it came out. And of course, you know, book launches don't happen in, you know, five minutes. And it came out when? Oh, yeah, March of 2020. And you would think (laughs) it would be really good timing, but we hadn't started to see the results of the great resignation or what we call the great attrition. And how do you turn that into the great attraction? Mm -hmm. Succession planning, as you know, doesn't just affect the person who's leaving, but this did give us more attention on this. So let's say the CEO um, has a health challenge and they're going to be out for six weeks or they die or they decide to retire or they decide to take another job somewhere else, whatever that is. Maybe they want to go find themselves, you know, in Machu Picchu, whatever that looks like. We've got to have an organization that is so solid that it can keep going on without them. Mm -hmm. And many people don't realize that, yes, maybe that CEO or president leaves. Well, what happens to that next level? Well, all of a sudden, if you bring somebody in from the outside, that person may not keep those people at the next level, which means that next level of people, all that corporate knowledge, that could be gone. Or... If you're looking at that next level of talent and let's say, you know, Sally at the top leaves and you've got Joe and Bob and David and Mary in the next tier and you choose David to succeed Sally, all of a sudden the other three are mad because they thought Mm. maybe they were going to be the succession and they're going to be the heir apparent and now they're not. So now they're gone. That corporate knowledge gone. And all of a sudden you realize things start to crumble really fast. So it's not just the person leaving. There's seven categories of people who are affected by this. And it is your next level of senior talent. It is the team responsible for transition. It is your young talent. If they don't see a career path and a matriculation and a mentorship, they're not gonna stick around either. Mm. And I need to tell you, a lot of people ding on the young people, the millennials for changing jobs and job hopping, except statistics say, Millennials stayed a job about 2.6 years, and a lot of the baby boomers um, kind of ding on them for, or I'm sorry, 4.4 years, uh, the baby boomers stayed their jobs and the millennials stay like 2.6 years and the Gen Xers nobody cares about. Um, I'm a Gen Xer and I know that. Um, so the baby boomers love to ding on the millennials. I'm like, no, they're at 2.6 years, you're at 4.4, you can't ding on them for that. And more and more people now are looking for jobs. million people left their jobs in August of 2021. 4.3 million people left their jobs again in September of 2021. Since August of this year, we have lost 19 million people who have just walked away from jobs. Now, they're not lost in the labor force. Most of them will go on to do another job. But as an employer, it's very, very expensive to replace one of your employees. So this is where we look at this and say that employee component, that's really big that's the subject of our next book. But then you have to think about how does this affect our board of directors? How does this affect our customers? And how does this affect our suppliers? So all seven components are critical to the success of the organization. And we have never needed succession planning more than now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that, that was a whole education you just gave me that. <laughs> but I love that where you, you even, uh, you know, how you've termed it to say, you know, instead of the great attrition, talk about the great attraction, because it really is a matter of uh, we're in this. We probably, as you said, didn't do the planning that we should have been all along, knowing that the baby boomers were going to be retiring, et cetera. And And so so
1: for some of them, it's the baby boomers who caused the problem. I mean, how many people do you know who founded the company who say, and I've talked to them, you've talked to them, they say, well, you know, they're going to drag me out of here. Or wait a second, what? Or they're going to find my body on Monday morning when they come to work. Wait, what? That's not very nice to the staff, you know? (laughs) And, And they've kind of caused this problem themselves because they didn't have a good exit strategy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I even think of the um, I, don't, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but the CEO of Hasbro, who just recently lost his life to cancer. And <laughs> uh, it seems like they did have some succession planning in place, at least, you know, an, an interim strategy. But, you know, there things like that happen all the time, maybe not as publicly because, you know, he was a longstanding uh, uh, officer, but it is something we should be thinking about for sure. So tell me then, what do you think um, if, if let's say there are so many people as as it seems to be, so many uh, companies that are not really um, giving the attention that's warranted to um, succession planning? What are, what are some manageable ways to really start getting in that direction, or or if there are people there, like, well, what do you think would be like the pl- the good starting point, some solid kind of uh, strategies to really start? help people wrap their minds around this. A high performance workforce starts with high performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the sleep performance assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's h-i-p-e-r sleep.com.
1: Number one, I ask, what if, what if Tara leaves, what happens to the podcast? What Mm -hmm. if Joe Bob leaves? What happens to the company? What if, and what is the plan? And it's not, you know, and it's, Couples do this a lot of times with each other. You know, I have another program on personal succession planning, like what happens when the bus that goes by the street hits you and they go, oh, my, my wife, my husband, my significant other, whoever's gonna handle it. I'm like, what if that same bus hits both of you, then what happens? See, a lot of times we we have these single points of failure. So I ask the what if, and then the what if. So what happens if there's this failure? And then what if somebody gets sick? What if somebody God forbid dies? What if they decide to retire? What if all those things, Mm. but then the other part of, of the what if and starting about that is making sure you understand what you would do if anybody in your organization left you know, what is the plan for filling the vacancies and making sure that people are cross-trained, making sure people who maybe started out in one role, instead of getting bored after a couple of years and saying, I'm gonna move to another company, they realize there's other options in your company. What does
0: that look like? When you say cross-training, do you mean like horizontally, you know, across departments so that there is that lateral uh, movement there? I love backups so every so when i travel for example i carry not
1: one but two computers i have dongles for computers i don't even own i have backups to backups to backups in my company every single job can be done by someone else in the company that is not me everybody has to know somebody else's job if somebody leaves do i have a backup if somebody wants to um, take maternity leave or paternity leave is there a backup if we don't have that, we're looking at single points of failure. And many organizations fill onesies. They fill one job. And if that person leaves, all of a sudden for six or eight or 10 months, they are in crisis mode. My whole thing is stop operating in a constant crisis. Good leaders plan so that they're not in a crisis.
0: Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, I love it. All right. So then tell us, and you were about to tell the uh, a second thing.
1: Number two, when you're hiring, hire for the job that's going to happen in the future, not the job you want filled now, because our jobs are evolving and our jobs are evolving fast. Many people are hiring for a job that maybe the job description was written 20 years ago. That's a terrible idea. Rewrite the job description for where the job is going to be in three and five and 10 years in the future. And you may not know that that's going to take some more work. Many people don't want to put in that work. It's a little bit lazy. It's the easy way to do it, but it's not going to help your company grow. Number three.
0: Yeah. Sorry. So just on that point, so it's almost like put make the investment now in 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 the time, the thought, the time of getting that description to really be, um, you know. Uh, able to evolve, I guess. And if you make that investment now, it really does pay off for you later on because you bring in this person who can evolve with you. Is that basically? That is exactly right. Yeah. You don't okay. want another Jack
1: Welch to lead GE. You need somebody who's going to take GE into the future. Jack Welch did his job and he was, perf- he was the perfect guy for that job at that time. Uh, but you need a different person moving into the future. Mm-hmm. And then number three is, as you know, I spent 25 years on active duty in the Navy, and we are all about succession planning, and people don't realize that. And they say, well, what can the military teach me about succession planning? You have to understand that in our United States military, you're only assigned to a job for two to three years. Now Mm -hmm. think about that for a second. You're a CEO, and one third to one half of your workforce is gone every single year. How do you maintain your readiness, your product development, your logistics, your supply chains, all those things that we do in the military too? How do you keep going with such a high degree of turnover? Now on the plus side, it's sort of planned, but I've been yanked out of a job a year early and that left my boss in a difficult situation. They're like, no, 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 we need her in the sandbox. We need her somewhere else. We need her wherever. And that leaves a gap. So there's got to be Constant reiteration of vision, constant reiteration of training, constant making sure you're leaning forward to, to go forward and making sure that there is a plan which includes written corporate knowledge. You know, what does this look like? And uh, just taking a page from military turnover. When you go into a military job, it's expected that there will be a binder or a folder or something. Um, In the Navy, we call it gouge. It's just knowledge where somebody else gives you the gouge. They're like, "Okay, here, here's how you be successful in this job. And I was a little bit dismayed by some of my civilian organizations where the person leaving was kind of like not... Not exactly excited about the fact that their successor would do well and, in fact, better than them. Mm. And this is, I think, a very different perspective that in the military, I've developed my team, my people, my organization, and I want that to continue to do well after I leave. And some people kind of have this idea of, um, well, when I leave, you're going to be really sorry, and you're really going to miss me because things are going to fall apart. And they kind of sabotage the organization. Mm. So we've got to have things in place where it's a corporate culture for the organization to do well
0: with you, but also without you. Without you, yeah, sounds like a U two song with or without. <laughs> But that's great, and so I guess you know, in in putting all three of those together, you know, the the what if strategy, the what if what if really, right, so you can avoid having the single points of failure as best as you can. Um, Hiring for the job in the future, and then here, like you're saying, um, almost having this this book of knowledge to to, to the, and, and knowing things are always is always the next iteration of something because we are always moving forward. So I I mean, it sounds to me that that would all really be part of the culture and and really stem from the leader and in in sort of bringing all of that to the the organization? I mean, is it, would you say it is definitely a top-down sort of thing um, to, to get it in, in motion?
1: It should be, but it isn't always. Sometimes the leader doesn't want to leave. Sometimes they don't want to retire and they need to retire. Sometimes the board or the transitioning team has to go in and help that leader see your time here is coming to an end and we're very grateful and you've done a great job and now it's time. How do you do that? And we've put together in the in the Who Comes Next book, we put together. Um different sections specifically for different team members. There's sections there's workbook sections for the transitioning team members. There are workbook sections in the back, actual worksheets for what to do if you are a top talent and it looks like there's going to be some changes at the top. What do you do? And then there's some worksheets for the CEO. And then there's some that are specific for family businesses, because family businesses, you've got that extra emotional component of Absolutely. what this looks like when maybe the heir apparent is supposed to be, you know, the second born daughter. And maybe she's a disaster, and maybe it's you know cousin Ernie who needs to step in. Whatever that looks like, you've got to have systems in place to have tough conversations, but also just map things out. What we did with the book, one of the things I'm really proud of, was when we start, we included all of the worksheets we use when we go into organizations and help them with their succession planning. We included all those worksheets and we tabbed them in the back based on what the person's role is to make it easy for people to do this themselves.
0: Wow. So any organization who really that really is looking to make some gains and move forward in this idea of being able to you know plan for succession, they could really just start with your book then to, to figure out to get some semblance and and then if they need their help, uh, if they need help beyond that, then they could reach out to you as well. Do you do the kind of support work directly like that as well?
1: We do. And sometimes Meredith works by herself on this. Sometimes I work by myself for certain organizations. They get both of us and then, and our teams as well. And there's more resources specifically on succession planning, a bunch of free stuff at who comes next.com. All
0: right. We will put that in the show notes for sure, because hopefully being able to uh, make some progress on this idea of succession planning will help some CEOs get better sleep at night, which is what we're all about. All right, awesome, Mary. So as we wind up, let me ask you two questions that I like to ask our guests. The first one is, if you were to put up a billboard with a message um, that you think is really important, uh, what would you put on that? And of course, with a billboard, you know, it's a relatively small piece of real estate and people go by at a pretty fast speed. <laughs> so what would you put on a billboard? I would write, we are here
1: to serve. We're here to serve. We're here to serve each other. We're here to serve the planet. We're here to make the world a better place. We are here to help each other. And I think that if we genuinely show up every single day and wake up every single day with the intent in our heart to serve other people, that everything else will take care of themselves. Oh, also you have to work hard, but mostly serve. (laughs)
0: Agreed. Agreed. I I love that though, because it really is, you know, the, the, the mindset that you go into something with really determines the outcome. So if you keep that on a service oriented, um, kind of approach, it will, it will work out as long as you do the work, as you said. (laughs) Perfect. Okay. And then Mary, where would, um, someone who wants to connect with you find you? The overall
1: umbrella of the big company is ProductiveLeaders.com, ProductiveLeaders.com. I'm Mary at ProductiveLeaders.com. And if anybody has any questions specifically on, well, anything at all, you know, just anything at all, feel free to email me. There are a bunch of free resources at Productive leaders.com forward slash free. These are strategic planning resources. As I mentioned, the personal succession planning program that's called in case of emergency break glass. The checklist is there on, oh gosh, do I have all my stuff together just in case um, my productivity system is there. A bunch of leadership resources are there. There's no sign in. There's no silliness. It's all just there
0: sitting there free. Beautiful. And it sounds like you're living up to your motto there of of serving, right? Of, of your billboard, you said, go in to serve and serve. And with all those resources, you'll be serving a lot of people for sure. So I appreciate that tremendously. And I'm, I'm really, really glad we have this conversation because, as I said, I think a lot of people, I mean, there may be some people that aren't even thinking about it because they've got so many other things. And then they're going to be in this constant crisis state that you were talking about before. So this hopefully will help people get a little bit ahead of the game and can use some of your resources resources to uh, to make some good gains forward. Well, Mary, again, I thank you so much for joining us here on the counterfeit sleep podcast.
1: Thanks, Tara. It's such an honor, such a pleasure. And I just love being with you. Me too. Thank you.
0: A high performance workforce starts with high performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the sleep performance assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H I P E R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the counterfeit sleep podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.